Thanks, Daryl. Pastor Chris. Good morning again. As we read in the scripture this morning, for, for our scripture reading, we read Psalm 92, verses 1 and 2, where it says, It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to sing praises to the Most High. It is good to proclaim your unfailing love in the morning, your faithfulness in the evening. Expressing thankfulness to the Lord is a pleasant activity. It is a good thing to do. And pleasant is wonderful. People, people often underestimate pleasant, don't they? A lot of times we think we need a, 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 a big, busy production. And there's places for that, but pleasant. There's nothing wrong with pleasant. And it's, it's good to be able to do that. This morning we sang praises to the Most High, and it was worthwhile to think about God and to offer praises to him, to express gratitude to him, to get away from grumbling selfishness that sometimes dis- defines us or, or we sometimes fall into, and instead to be God-centered. It is also a pleasant activity to proclaim God's unfailing love and his faithfulness. Psalm 92 says that it is good to start your day making known God's unfailing love and to finish up in the evening with making God's faithfulness known. Would it change your day if you started it by expressing God's love, thank you for your love, and start thinking about all the things he has done, and then to finish the day with thinking about God's faithfulness and making it known? Would that be a wasted day? Absolutely not. It would be a wonderful day to do that, wouldn't it? I think it would change our week if we started each morning expressing God's love and then in the evening expressing his faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. There's enough faithfulness that we could express it pretty regularly. In a few minutes, we're going to give an opportunity for, for all of us to be able to do just that. Uh, at the, in, in just a moment, I'll have a microphone, and, and you'll have the opportunity to give thanks to the Lord and to make his love and his faithfulness uh, known to all of us. And it's going to be such a benefit because as you express your thanks, uh, it's going to be a reminder for us as well. Like, you know, oh, I forgot God showed his love that way to me as well. Or, oh, I'm going through something difficult, and, uh, and now I have this reassurance that God was faithful in their life. What a, what a great testimony to make of the Lord, but what encouragement it'll be for all of us to, to hear it and to think about how God has been loving to us and, and faithful uh, throughout all generations. Uh, and, uh, and it'll be a worthwhile thing to do. But why is it, an, it's important to know why, it is, why to give thanks, right? We said give thanks to the Lord, but why is it important? Why is it good to give thanks? <clears throat> the believer that understands that Christ will be returning and that it could happen at any time can easily follow the advice found in Philippians. We're going to look at just a couple verses in Philippians. But why is it good to give thanks? It says in verse 6 of Philippians 4, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, 
by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Do not be anxious about anything. I have figured out that anxiety isn't fun. What an obvious statement, right? But I got online and I thought, I wonder if there's any funny stories, any, any cute stories that, that people have about anxiety. And they had lots of stories, but none of them were funny. Because uh, anxiety isn't funny, is it? Uh, anxiety is, well, it makes sense because there's a lot to worry about, isn't there? It seems like there's danger around every corner sometimes. Jesus asked a question. He asked, <clears throat> Has worry ever added a single day to your life? No, it hasn't. To not worry doesn't mean don't be aware or don't take precautions. Worry is having a restless mind thinking about all the bad things that could happen that you have no control over. And it's, it's a waste of time. It's never added a second to anybody's life. Anxiety keeps you up at night, doesn't it? Well, I have a story of my own, since I couldn't find one online. When I was a young kid, I would have to go to bed earlier than my brother. I had three older brothers, but the closest one to my age was four years older than me, so we had different bedtimes, and we shared a room. Occasionally, I would become concerned that after I had gone to bed and, and if he thought I was asleep and he came in later, that he would come into the room and get me. <laughs> Particularly if I had annoyed him as younger brothers tend to do. If I fell asleep before he entered the room, I would be vulnerable to attacks. And that was not going to happen. But as any younger brother knows, you can be completely awake and still get beat up by your brothers. Uh, so, here's the plan I came up with. I laid in bed, and I would wait for him to enter, and when he entered, I put my fist up in the air. That's what I did. I was hoping that if he did attack me, his face would run right into my fist. I couldn't see him to wait, so I just had to put it up there and, and hope he stayed away. I know that sounds crazy, right? That is the life of a younger brother. You do what you have to do to survive. I did this for over a year. Not every night, because that would be crazy. Not every night, but often enough, if, especially if I, if, I, if I felt like an attack was coming, I would go ahead and just put my fist up in the air. Um, once he settled into bed and I could hear his breathing find that pattern, then I could relax and go to sleep, right? I wasn't, getting into bed wasn't enough because older brothers can get out of bed to get you, right? They'll, and they'll do that sometimes. So, uh, a year after living in anxiety about my brother attacking me, the time finally came where he did try to get me. For over, just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not out to get you, right? and his face ran right into my fist. He was not happy about it, and he asked in an accusatory way why I had my fist up in the air, and all I said is, that's what you get. The things younger brothers say. 
That was the last time I ever laid in the bed with my fist raised in the air, ready for attack, until I got married, right? Because, you know, sometimes I deserve it then too. No, I, I slept well after that. Yeah, that, that, was the, that was the antidote. Once I knew his face had run into my fist, it was settled. He would never try that again. Go to sleep. Well, the antidote, according to Scripture, the antidote for anxiousness is expressing thanks to God. Right? Thankfulness defeats anxiousness. Thankfulness defeats anxiousness. In Philippians 4, 7, it says, And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So the first reason to give thanks is that thankfulness defeats anxiousness. If you're feeling anxious about something, you can either keep having it go over your mind, over and over, thinking about all the possibilities of what could go wrong. And what could go wrong is endless, right? It's only limited by our imagination. Or we can start thanking God. And thankfulness defeats anxiousness. The second reason that it is good to give thanks to the Lord is that God will give you peace, his peace, to guard your heart and mind. God's peace is different than the world's peace. The world's peace is temporary. The world's peace offers a break from your anxieties. God's peace eliminates your anxieties. The world's peace makes sense. God's peace surpasses all understanding. The world's peace will distract your mind. God's peace guards your heart and your mind. A popular country song right now, and I, I think it's like a lot of times country songs, they have a little tongue-in-cheek kind of approach to it, but a popular song right now is titled, There Ain't Nothing That a Beer Won't Fix. That's the world's peace. The Bible says thankfulness expressed to God guards us from anxieties, not postpones our worry while inebriated. Psalm 92, 1 through 2, it says it again. It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to sing praises to the Most High. It is good to proclaim your unfailing love in the morning and your faithfulness in the evening. What are you anxious about this morning? If you want to, I put a spot in the bulletin insert for you to write it down. You don't have to. You're not going to turn it in. I don't want you to be anxious about that. Right. Don't be worried. God already knows what it is that you are, what's worrying you. God already knows. So you might as well express it because he already knows. You might as well admit it. In a moment, we're going to see if we can substitute a worry or we're going to substitute a thanksgiving for a worry, and then we're going to see what happens. We want to kind of do a little bit of a case study, a little practice, uh, so that you can think about what it is that you're anxious about, have been, what's been keeping you up at night, and what you can do to eliminate that anxiety. What pronouncement of thanksgiving to God will bring peace? I got a little behind here on the slides. What are you anxious about? For those of you that are filling out the bulletin, what are you anxious about? And then, what proclamation of thanksgiving to God will bring peace to your heart and mind?
If your worry is your kids or your grandkids' salvation, what thanksgiving to God could you offer that will guard your heart and mind from unhelpful anxiety? If you're worried about your kids or your grandkids' salvation, what could you thank the Lord for that will eliminate that anxiety? You could thank God that your child or grandchild has heard the gospel, right? That they've heard it. You can thank God for that. Thank God that, that uh, you know, the Bible says, how lovely are the feet of those who bring good news. Uh, you can thank God. Thank you for those that have shared the gospel with my, with my kid or, or my grandkid. You could thank God for the opportunities that you have had to testify about Jesus Christ. You could thank God you could thank God that, what, that Jesus has already done the work for their salvation, that he has already paid for it. You could be thankful for, to God about that. You could thank God that his word is sharper and more powerful than a two-edged sword, that, that God's word will have a work. You know, it's promised that God's word will never return void. That doesn't mean it always, things always go the way we want, uh, but God's word is, is never in vain. And you could thank God that, that his word could have a, even if they seem resistant, almost hostile towards the good news of Jesus Christ, that God's word is more powerful than that. You could thank God for that. Could you see as you start to be thankful how that will start to ease and eliminate anxiety? Let's try one more. If your worry is about being able to pay the bills this month, what thanksgiving to God could you offer that will guard your heart and mind from unhelpful anxiety? You could thank God that he owns the cattle on a thousand hills. You could thank God that he knows all of our troubles, so this isn't catching him by surprise. You could thank God that he loved you enough to die for your salvation. And if he's willing to send Jesus, the Son of God, to to die for your salvation, what physical needs is God incapable of of solving, or, or does God love me enough to help me through this? Well, could you prove God's love more than this? Right? So you can start to think about that. Expressing those thankfulness to God will begin to eliminate some of those anxieties. You could thank God that he has promised to never leave you nor forsake you. You could thank God that his word says that if anyone asks him for wisdom, that he'll give them wisdom in abundance. All of these thanksgivings that we could start to express, what happens to our worry? It shrinks shrinks and shrinks as we see God and his faithfulness and love in our minds begins to grow, grow, and grow. After I pray, we have a microphone where I'm going to come around and and if you would like to express God's unfailing love this morning, if you would like to express his, his, uh, his faithfulness, if you would like to express thanks to God, uh, we'll be handing that microphone to you and you'll be able to express uh, in specifics uh, your, your thankfulness to God. And I'm telling you, as we do this as a church, it's going to be an encouragement for all of us who, who get to hear about God's unfailing love and his faithfulness. It's going to be a great time. It's going to be pleasant. It's going to be, it's, it's going to be good that we do this. Uh, so just think that your, faith, your thankfulness could be the cause for someone else to have their hearts and minds guarded by God's peace. This is ministering to each other this morning.
the congregation can rejoice with you as we hear testimonies of God's goodness and faithfulness. Heavenly Father, thank you for this opportunity you've given us as brothers and sisters in Christ to proclaim your love this morning and to bring about um, a reminder for all of us about your faithfulness. Father, thank you that, that you have, have a solution for our anxiety, that we can just start being thankful to you uh, and our anxieties shrink as we fill our minds with your, with your love and your faithfulness. Uh, Father, thank you that we can be an encouragement to each other this morning, that we can minister to one another this morning as we testify about you, testify about your son, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and just live in that, uh, in that goodness and pleasantness this morning. Father, we know that it doesn't mean that you take away all of the causes for our trouble, but Father, help us to get our minds right as we express gratefulness to you. In Jesus' name, who loved us enough to die for our sins so that we could come before you in prayer to be thankful, but to come before you for all eternity as we live in your presence, where we will spend all of our time, all of our moments, completely satisfied as we praise you and give you thanks for your love and your faithfulness. In Jesus' name, amen.